What's going on Facebook? Sieges on the fucking whistle. Bring you another episode. It's gonna be pretty quick. It ain't gonna be very long. Um just kinda trying to touch base with everybody. I really wasn't even gonna make a podcast tonight, but um some things have kinda been getting to me. I'm not gonna lie. Um Had a few drinks, had a little bit of smoke, thinking about shit, and, you know, I mean, that's, that's generally how it goes, you know, once I start thinking about shit, man, good luck, it's like a fucking freight train, but no, I mean, you know, Anybody and everybody's quick to judge somebody, and everybody, you know, uh, everybody wants to be a sourpuss about everything and fucking be a bitch about shit. You know, I mean, I've got my own shit going on in my life, period. Period. And not only on top of that, but I've got my grandmother that just died gotta bury her on Saturday um I've got a very good family friend of mine that his birthday was the same day that my grandmother died so I've got my grandmother's death day is the same day as my good friend of mine's uh birthday that just died it's crazy it's crazy I I, you know I mean I, I didn't even know it was his birthday He was, um, like five years older than me, and he used to date my sister, one of my sisters, and, um, he was a very, very good guy. He was very down to earth, and he ended up dying. He ended up fucking having a a massive heart attack or some shit and dying. And it just, it, it kind of opens up your eyes. I've seen a lot of 30-year-olds, a lot of 40-year-olds dying lately, and it's like, man, if they can fucking die, I can fucking die. And, you know, I don't, I don't take care of myself the greatest, especially here lately. I've been eating whatever the fuck I want, you know, when I want, like, not eating breakfast, not eating lunch. You know, I usually eat dinner and a snack. You know, well, I guess you can call that breakfast and lunch, or lunch and dinner, or whatever you want to call it, but, yeah, I usually only eat once or twice a day, depending on, you know, if I'm big balling or not. So, you know, a lot of people have done research lately, and they say, that if you eat less, instead of eating three meals a day or four meals a day or more, that you live longer. If you can fast, that you live longer. So, here's the thing. What I've been doing here lately is fasting. I've still been taking in all my fats, all my, you know, 
but I'm going to hit a major drop off here soon to where I go do a complete fast where I don't eat shit and um, after that I'm going to jump up to just eating proteins mainly proteins I mean that's basically what I've been doing anyways um, I don't know I'm thinking about um, keeping an even balanced diet because if you take in like shredded cabbage and you eat more cucumbers and eat more fruits and vegetables that's gonna give you a lot more nutrients and everything and it's gonna give you some fiber to be able to shit things out because when you when you're eating nothing but meats and nothing but proteins you have to have fiber and you know I don't get a I don't get enough fiber I'll be able to say that I'll be able to admit that like I do not get enough fiber in my diet and when I do get enough fiber I'm like hey what the fuck's going on why am I shitting everywhere well it's because you know that's normal So, you know, I think it's going to take a mix, a little bit of 50-50, a little bit of protein, a little bit of meat, a little bit of vegetables, a little bit of nutrition, you know, and I think that's the way that everybody needs to do it, seriously, I mean, they tell you do everything in moderation, keep everything balanced, blah, 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 <clears throat> but when you're riding your bicycle to work every day, I, I I talked with a friend earlier today, and she's she's from the Netherlands. Long story short, but she said that um, uh, she said you take in a lot of calories and you burn off a lot of calories. And I said yeah. Now, her version of taking in a lot of calories is like, you know, those Dutch people are skinny as fuck. I mean, they literally, they don't have any, they're not fat because they don't have any food over there. You know, like, <laughs> 50 years ago, those people were starving. I'm pretty sure. Anywho, even some of those people nowadays are starving. But, um, anywho, let's just say, <laughs> I asked her if she ever had steak and shake before. She's like, yeah, I've had a steak before, and I've had a shake, and I'm like, no, no, not not just, a sh I'm talking about a restaurant, you know. And I had to show her a picture of it. I showed her a picture of the burger, and I showed her a picture of the restaurant that I found on Google, right? And so she was, um, you know... It's really confusing to kind of talk to a Dutch person sometimes when you're English, but it's really surprising that how much we can communicate to each other and how much we understand each other. I use a translator sometimes. Um, you know, sometimes she doesn't understand something. She says, well, what does that mean? And then she posts her native language, and I translate that to Google, and it usually tells me, like earlier today, um, 
I forgot what it was. I forgot what it was, but that's exactly what happened. She said she was confused and posted her native tongue, and I put it in a Google Translate, and I said, oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember what it was, but anywho, me and her can usually communicate pretty well. And and so anyways, me and Ketcha are, are very good friends. Me and Ketcha are very good cyber friends. We've been cyber friends for about two or three years, on and off. Um, for about the past year, year and a half, very good friends. Um, Ketcha lives in Netherlands. She's a Dutch girl. She's also about, like, in her 40s. 40s, 50s, something like that. I think she's in her 40s, but early 50s. Either way. Um, She's a very down-to-earth, mellow person, and she's very good-hearted. She's almost having, like, it's almost like having an older sister, you know. Um, when I'm down and out and I'm feeling shitty and everything, Ketcha is right there. And um, she wants to see America before she dies. And I want to see Europe before I die. And so I've kind of made this pact with her that if I save up some money and she saves up some money... We can get her over here, you know, as a tourist, we can get her over here and I can, I can show her, you know, take a, take a week or two and drive her around and show her America, you know, the best parts. I will drive from one side of the country to the other just to show her what America looks like and, you know... Um, after that, if she wants to become a citizen, you know, she has no idea what America's like, because Holland is like the size of, you know, all of Holland is like the size of the East Coast, and there's no guns there, there are absolutely no guns, and So when she goes to New York, when she goes to Chicago or whatever, Los Angeles, it's a shock to her. It's a shock because, you know, people get murdered every day is just, you know, even in her country is kind of like a shock. And so I told her, you know, eventually, if you want to come here to America, like I said, she pays the money, I pay the money, we help her get her citizenship and everything, and I said, if you really want to do that, if you really want to get the fuck out of there, if you really want to get out of Holland, I will help you get out of Holland, you know, as a friend, you know, not as a boyfriend or a husband or just as a friend. You know, because that's just who I am. You know, if you really want to get the fuck out of there, and you really want to become a citizen of the United States, and that's what she wants. 
I'm pretty sure that's what the fuck she wants. Is to be a citizen of the United States. And I'm not gonna fucking marry the bitch. I'll tell you that. <laughs> She's a very good friend. But, I mean, I guess if it came down to it. And that's what it took. She's such a good friend that I might marry her just for that reason. Because, you know, I mean, marriage to me, you know, in America, and what it means to me is different. So, it takes me marrying Katja just to get her over here, I guess, you know, but, but we would, we would, um, just as soon get a divorce, you know, get her over here, get married, get a divorce, get it over with. And then I would get married to whoever else that, um, that I wanted to get married to, so. That'd probably be how I did it. I mean, now, she's a, she's a great person, you know, I'm not going to say that she's not worth marrying, but, you know, I just, I just know her through, um, through Facebook and whatnot, I haven't ever met her in person, and I'm sure once we do actually finally meet, it's gonna be fucking great, but, would I say that I'm gonna marry her, no, she doesn't want to get married, I don't want to get married, she doesn't want to have kids, and I thought for the longest time that I, I didn't want to have kids, right? And I told her, I'm like, what happens when you get 80 years old and you have nobody to take care of you, you know, um, you have nothing, nobody to give your shit to, you know, you gotta have kids. Even if you adopt, you know, um, she's to the point where she's old enough, she's 40, 50 years old, she's like, I don't she's probably gonna have to adopt so it's it's like okay if I want her to have a good life I need to get her over here to America right get her to learn the English language and the culture and even if she's okay she's 50 years old even if she dies at 63 she's gonna die doing what the fuck she loves. Her dream is to get over here to America, pretty much. That's her dream. That's what she keeps telling me. You know, to get over here to America. And she's, like I said, 40s, 50s. She might not ever make it over here, you know. She's kind of like me, living paycheck to paycheck and whatnot. Here lately I've been kind of doing a little better, so... But, with somebody like her, she hasn't had a job and shit like that. Here recently, I think she said she got a job here recently. Pray to God she does. But, <coughs> I 
told her, even if it takes two years to save up the money, you know, I told her, she'll eventually get to see America. And I told her, I want to go over there and get a passport and all that shit and go over there and see Europe too. But, you know, with all that shit going on, I don't know if I want to do that. I seen a I seen a cruise line trip for Virgin Voy- Virgin Voyages and Virgin Mobile has taken over they made a whole bunch of different cruise ships and Jennifer Lopez was one of the co-founders of it she was a very big part of it um she put her stamp on it you know what I'm saying now, I don't think that Jennifer Lopez is going to be on every single ship. But she does have one ship that she, you know, does shows on. Anywho, Virgin Mobile um, is like brand new cruise ships. And... With their patios and stuff, like with their terrace and stuff, it's like all chic, you know, like glass, glass, um, you know, balconies and they've got uh, like sunshades and shit that you can have on your balcony and you got your own little space, right? They've got their own... Uh, show or whatever whatever entertainment they're going to have but I'd rather take a virgin cruise ship than take one of these carnival cruise ships or you know it's crazy like the luxury that you're going to get from the virgin cruise ship is going to be like 10 times better and so I was looking online the other day because I was on Facebook and there was a deal going on where you could get two people now I'm only one person but maybe if I took a friend with me or a buddy or whatever some some girl or some co-worker that I work with we can both go for $800 and it's like a six day cruise a six night cruise so you drive all the way down there to Miami it's going to take probably about a day probably about a whole day to drive down there then once you get down to Miami you can get on the fucking ship and you're going to be able to relax for six nights for $800, that's like $400 a piece, and you're going to be able to stop at, um, what was it, it was, it was from Miami to, um, man, there was, there was a place, it, it leaves from Miami to a place in 
off the coast of Mexico, uh, like by Cozumel, kind of. It went, it went through four different ports. No, it went through four or five different ports in six days. So, it's like a whole day of traveling there and a whole day of traveling back. But, one of the last ports was Bimini K. And Bimini K is basically like the last stop. You know, it has a whole bunch of shops. It has a whole bunch of... It's like a resort town. It's like man-made pretty much oh one of the stops was um Rioton Rioton it's it's spelled R-A-O-T-A-N Rioton and the water there is just fucking crystal clear beautiful so you get to spend a whole day in Rioton you get to spend a whole day in uh, such and such I forgot you know it, it was beautiful there too I mean the pictures that I seen uh, and you got to spend another day somewhere else dude you got like five different stops at least you know, for eight hundred dollars, it was—it's—it's it's a perfect vacation. I mean, the only thing that's held me back is—I don't have my uh, any vaccination status or anything. No, so if that's what they want, then they're gonna be fucked. Because I'm not going to do that kind of shit. So, I don't know. You got to kind of look out for that shit too. You got to look at the small print and look it over. Make sure you got a refund on it just in case. Um... Yeah, even if it even if you got to pay a hundred dollars to get a refund or whatever, just in case, it's an eight hundred dollar trip. You know, you might as well pay it. But the thing is, if if they're gonna make you prove that you have a vaccine status or whatever, like I said, it's kind of willy nilly nowadays. You got to kind of look into that shit. So. It sounds good, it looks good, but in the small print, you know, you go and you book that shit, and then bam, you get ready to board the ship, and they're like, hey, where's your, where's your, uh, proof of vaccine? So you need to look at the small print, and everything, after all this COVID, COVID bullshit kind of settles down, and, uh, everything kind of gets back to normal that's whenever I'm going to start taking more trips places you know but for right now we're going to see how everything works out so till then 
Um, I'm gonna get off of here. I'm gonna look up some shit and uh, take it easy for the rest of the night. And um, gotta wake up tomorrow and go over to my mother's house tomorrow evening. And, um, the day after that is going to be whenever we put my grandmother in the ground. So, she, she didn't want a funeral, she didn't want a ceremony, ceremony or anything, but that's basically what it's going to be. Um, she's going to get put in the ground with my grandfather in the same spot. And, like I said, I haven't seen my grandfather since, like, 2008. Because he's just, like, 45 minutes away from where I live. And I don't have a car. And it's in the complete opposite direction of where I live. Not only that, but... We're going to go out there and put our ashes in the ground... And we're going to eat breakfast. And the thing that bothers me the most about that, the thing that is going to tear me up the most, is that she loved eating breakfast. That was her favorite thing to do, was going out to breakfast. And I'm not a, I'm not a breakfast kind of guy. I'm not a very big breakfast kind of guy, but, um, uh, you know, that's what we're, that's what we're supposed to do to honor her, so, that's what I'm gonna do, <clears throat> it's gonna be kind of weird, it's gonna be kind of sad, it's gonna be, I'm probably gonna fucking break down crying, more than likely, um, because like I said, that was something that she, even if it's fucking eating eggs, bacon, and toast, you know what I mean, that was what she went out to do. Her and my grandfather used to go out to breakfast all the time to be able to talk to people, conversate catch up on shit, and then when my grandfather died, she was still going out, you know, to breakfast with people, to be able to conversate and shit, and then once she got old, you know, older and shit, and she couldn't, she just kind of fell off, you know, and so this is going to be kind of like a memorial to her. On just going out to breakfast alone is going to be a memorial to her. Either way, there's going to be a lot of people there. I'm going to be very emotional that day. I mean, I'm already very emotional thinking about it. So. Either way, 
I'm going to go ahead and, like I said, get off of here. I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast. Go ahead and eat a little bit of food and watch some TV and uh, try and mend this broken heart a little bit. I'm still kind of really tore up and really raw about all this. I'm really rubbed raw, so... Until the next one, it was real, it was fun, but it wasn't real fun, so, deuces.